when I'm nutting in your mouth, I'm a superhero, baby. I'm, I'm fucking Superman and Superman doesn't eat his own nut. <laughs> like, it's not that I have a problem with, it's not that I have a problem with you. It's just that Superman doesn't do that, baby. Superman gives out the nut. Okay. Listeners, if you think you can top that, please write into us at ymmbpod at gmail.com or at ymmbpod. I'm working on it. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is controversial, but mostly in good faith. I've collated a pretty mighty list of topics for us to cover today, including so-called affection erections, the dangers of too much masturbation, whether coming too quickly can be flattering, and more. I'm Keith. My co-host is Mike. Hi, Mike. Hey, Keith. What's up? Uh, not much. Did you see the baseball game we went to last night? or yesterday afternoon ended up being more exciting than we thought when we left. I did not. What happened? Did they, they, they came back? Yeah, they tied, but then the other team won. Who cares? It's All right. baseball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you mentioned- It was fun going to a baseball game. And I mean, this is like the joy of sitting, I guess, joy, semi-joy of sitting near sex podcasters who are at a baseball game. It was a you know major league game and a yeah, I, I, we can say it was an Oakland A's game in Oakland, yeah. and uh, yeah, people within say a ten meter radius of us got to hear us like yes. commenting on what percentage of the women were fuckable in the audience or in the spectators, whatever. And uh, I can't. But there was a lot of like sex topics, of course, that were discussed. So. What did we arrive on on that front? It was five percent. Uh, it was well. It, the question was. I mean, it's a little bit interesting. There was an interesting element. It was, um, what's the oh, percentage right. I remember. For, for, for me, not you. So it's going to yes. be lower for you. Um, what's the percentage for a major league baseball player? And so my take was it's 10% of the women for me and 1% of the women for the major league players that would be mm-hmm. worthy of sex. I then lowered it by half because I looked around and it wasn't as compelling <laughs> as I hope. Of course, we're limiting it to 18 and up only for obvious reasons. Yes. Um, and, but there was this question we were talking about, which was, uh, what, so, I mean, there's, there's a presumption I would make that a single major league baseball player or really any professional athlete has some sort of chorus of women he can have sex with in in every city he visits. And then it was like this question of like, how does he meet them? Right. Is there a Tinder for these guys? Is there, do they go right. to the bar, the club? Do they have some person that finds them? We yeah. don't really know. Yeah. I mean, that's how, yeah, that's how we got to wondering about what percentage of women physically in the stadium would be intriguing to a major league baseball player. And the A's do not have the highest attendance in the world. And right. yeah, I think it might be in like the single digits. And of course there's 25 players on each team. So I think they need to go <laughs> somewhere else in town to uh, source what they may be looking for. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, I know like in Los Angeles, you would go somewhere with bottle service or New York, right? There, there are things that cater specifically to, to wealthy men. Surely that's true in San Francisco as well, but that mm-hmm. does imply that the hotels that major league teams stay at probably are well situated for, I mean, frankly, the, the managers of the teams would want them to have easy access. So they aren't wasting a bunch of time hunting for. Yeah, that's um, true. Ejaculations. I, wonder, I wonder if the money ball of 2023 is catering to your players' sexual needs so that they can focus more on the batting cages. I mean, they do. I mean, think about it. They do. If they have 80 away games a season mm-hmm. and they're, they're like, okay, whatever. And they're, um, <laughs> they're done like 10 at a time or something, or, you know, it's a few weeks, three weeks at yeah. a time or something. Yeah. These guys, you know, 
are away if they have a steady girlfriend, whatever it is, they're away from that person for a while. And I mean, you can't, it's reasonable to expect them to need just like a man going off to war or whatever, like some sort of comfort. Just going to bring up the wartime comfort yes. girls and then exactly that I didn't want to go down that for path. sure. And so, and, and, and be given that they are high placed, high status men, uh, you could certainly imagine women being interested in at least a shot at them. Yeah. So. All right. Before we continue here. Uh, so we did get a bit of a wave of emails due to our promotion last week, but I'll just mention it at the beginning of the show. Again, we pay $10 for any feedback we receive. So if you are so inclined, please send us feedback to at YMMVPod on Twitter or uh, at YMMVPod at gmail.com. And we're still paying $10, but the, what did we what did we do? 30 bucks? Yeah, it cleaned us out. We got a number of, I mean, people, yeah, people clearly did. were waiting. I had yeah. to resort to $10 for, uh, yeah, I did. The, I gave 30 to the first 10 and then yeah. started giving 10 it out. It's expensive. Yeah, man. <laughs> to refinance our homes here. Um, all right. Did you have something else you wanted to bring up before I launch into some of our topics here? I did. Um, two weeks ago, we had a lovely lady who sent us um, an audio of herself masturbating and orgasming. Mm-hmm. It's on that. It's episode 110. You can listen. And I should say that our analytics, we do get from some of the podcasting platforms analytics, which include what part of the episode was listened to the most. And there was a big spike uh, in that <laughs> section, which is really funny. So, I mean, there were definitely people who immediately zoomed forward to listen to that and also, you know, listened repeatedly to that part. So right. clearly some masturbatory activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of her questions, we called her Susie, was about this boyfriend that she had, has, whatever, who is long distance and sort of was not, is not responding um, as excitedly as she wants to her um audios like that or other emails and photos she sends and stuff like that. And I got a piece of feedback that really the feed, because we were sort of beating around the bush a little, really the feedback we should be is just to be brutally honest here and tell her that it's uh, because he's not that into her. That a guy, if a guy can't see his way to um, trying to score with you when you're being pretty obviously, and and she's attractive too, by the way, um, open to him, it's very likely that he's kind of He's, he's just, he's just taking what he can from you, but, but not, not that into you. Do you, do you have any thoughts on that? I don't remember if the premise of her email was that he wasn't that into her. I think she just wanted to know how she could amp things up further. Yes. Now you might say, right. So you might say that her wanting to amp things up further implies that whatever she's doing now isn't enough, but I don't think that necessarily follows. It might. It, it will. I mean, the suggestion follow. here, which I think has validity, is that if, as a woman, you find yourself in the category of wondering how to amp things up, how to get the guy more interested, yeah. you've already lost. I mean, uh, men are programmed <sighs> to to impregnate. We're like the opposite of the Terminator. We're the sperm inseminator. <laughs> Whatever. We're trying to trying to get you pregnant, and um, or they are at least. And uh, there's, there's something else going on if he's reluctant in that area, typically. And the, the something else is almost certainly that he's just willing to have sex with you and carry things on, but he, he doesn't, he's not interested. Is there some room for, is there some wriggle room here where it's, uh, you know, maybe he doesn't know how to respond to, like, I've been, I've dated people who send me photos from time to time and I never know what the most elegant way to respond is. I want to affirm them and I want them to feel 
enabled, empowered. I, I want them to continue sending me such things. Usually, let's say for the sake of this conversation, I do. What what does how does one respond politely to you know somebody sending you a nude or a provocative photo of some kind? So I have a couple things to say about that. One is that um, your intellectual approach to it already betrays the reality of the situation. <laughs> right. That right, sometimes, right. at least, and I don't. I want to be careful here because I know that. Keith might have a significant other listening at some point, uh, but uh, it, it, that could betray your your intellectual approach. May betray that you're not um, Romeo in Romeo and Juliet. That something else is going on in your mind. Mm-hmm. Perhaps if you were smitten, you would not think be thinking that way. Um, one other thing is that uh, I know uh, from at least one story you've told me that you have some experience with such esoteric things as phone sex, which I think in your case was mutually <laughs> masturbating with someone while on the phone with them yes and who I, I later found out who i later found out was a catfish it, yeah that, I, I wasn't gonna say that shameful um, experiences of my life although it was shame in in retrospect so that's not yeah, quite so i bring bad. that up because um i want to say that in eighth grade eighth grade mm-hmm. maybe it was ninth i think it was eighth though i encountered a woman it was a woman a young woman uh, who we had phone calls that involved this type of activity. And the point being that even at that age, I knew how to respond to a woman. And this was because I very much was excited about the opportunity. She lived like four towns over and I never met her in person. I'm sure if I had, I would have not. I I think it's likely it was not the best looking person. Mm -hmm. Don't know. But uh, I did know how to behave. So I do think that men, even from a quite tender age, have some kind of memory bank or creativity bank for how to operate in these situations. And so I actually, I I do question whether a guy would be intellectualizing like that or confused if he was kind of, you know, on fire running around trying to have sex with you and, and get with you. I don't know about that. Yeah. I guess in my defense, I'll say something like, I might want the content. What if I just don't want to be like masturbating in that moment? Like, uh, yeah, they're like imposing when you receive the photo or video. Yeah. Um, I still think, okay, to be honest, I just go back to this thing of, okay, you're a 20 year old man, boy, whatever. Yep. You, you don't have 27 different partners. You have no partners. Right. And you get a video of a woman masturbating. And she's like, yeah, yeah. Right. Men's bodies are designed so that, yeah, I guess if you had a hangover, if you had like an intestinal parasite, the <laughs> things that would stop you. But I think in you almost all- You had a limb all, sheared off, right. Sure. But in, in, in something like north of 99% of situations, you would want to masturbate. Right, right. As a man. And so it's very suspicious that this guy is less than enthusiastic. Yeah. Look, I listened to it. It wasn't sent to me and it made me want to masturbate immediately. So Yeah. I had the same response. But I should say that uh, I also got the feedback that on my subreddit slash r slash curated amateur porn, which um, continues to grow apace. Yes. Congratulations, uh, Mark. Thank you. Uh, I've been given the feedback that um, someone was surprised at how much porn I post there daily. Hmm. Um, and uh, Yeah. So, I mean, maybe my interest is higher than most. What volume... Can you can, yeah? Can you put uh, can you be a little more specific? Sure. I think that um, 
Uh, it depends. I, I have to be honest that sometimes during a boring uh, work meeting, uh, mm -hmm. everybody works from home now, I will simply be on mute and then start browsing porn. But let's just talk about the times when I do it during a masturbation session since yeah. I think that's where yeah. you're going here. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe that I uh, look at between 100 to 200 pieces of content and I post on the order of 10 to 20. Sometimes it's only like five. I mean, I really am curating. Yeah, that's right. Uh, for our listeners. That's the delight. service you're providing. And I think I'm quite good at it, uh, if I do say so myself. Like, I'm not <laughs> claiming to be a basketball star, but I do think, or whatever, but I do think I'm a decent porn creator. I think that the size of the subreddit, it's over 10,000 subscriptions or subscribers now. there at this point, and that's only in yeah. two weeks, so we'll see where it goes. Yeah, yeah that implies course, something I mean, about your I have, I have your, talked your, about your it on taste. the podcast. So. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, I, I think my taste is good. It's solid. I prefer amateur-leaning stuff. Uh, lots of throbbing blowjobs, meaning he's coming in her mouth with the throbbing. Yeah. You can see it. I like swallowing, not as much physically, you know, come, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, it's just good stuff. I have Solid. not, I have not used your subreddit yet. Oh my God. I should, well, I should do so. Although I wonder I if it'll make me make feel, I wonder if it'll make me feel weird. Probably. After. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think I would mind masturbating to something you had masturbated to. I think it's, you've done that. So I'm I'm sure we have unknowing, yes. but the the knowing changes it. It's true. I mean, on some level, you know, there's this this idea that everybody on the planet is related to everybody else, which of course is true. We're all cousins. We're also all Eskimo brothers in this certain way. I think it's very likely that some large proportion of men, like if you if you did like kind of a genetic or a, uh, uh, what do you call that? Like the degrees of separation on porn masturbation, like that mm -hmm. men are very close to a tight community. Yeah. I suspect that's right. Yeah, that is right. Um, <laughs> speaking of masturbation, uh, there's a pretty good post here today that I think, I don't know, indicates a bit about like where, things might be going for young men. And it was really popular on the sex subreddit this week and had nearly 2000 upvotes. So I'm going to read it. This person says, my boyfriend masturbates for hours every day, blames me for him not coming during sex. Hi. So I don't know what to do here. My boyfriend who is 20 years old has told me multiple times that he edges slash masturbates for hours almost every day and often comes nice. more than once. He told me what gets him off and it's not necessarily common slash good things either. He's unemployed, so he's at home every day while I'm at work. Because of this, we mostly have sex either in the morning before work or on the weekends. When we end up having sex in the morning, there's a good chance that he doesn't even come. This happened again this morning, and I wanted to know what was really happening. He told me that, quote, he doesn't really know why he doesn't come, but it can't be his fault, so it's probably mine. I was hurt over this comment of him blindly <laughs> blaming me and giving no reason as to why it's even my fault. I wanted to figure out why he wasn't coming in the morning and what I can do to make him come. What? I discovered what? that it's probably his chronic masturbation during the week. Why are you dating somebody who's unemployed at age 20 and just spends all day edging and then beating off? I mean, what what is wrong with women? Go on, though. I mean, what? The... Yeah, that is sort of the elephant of the room. Here. Like, isn't she violating sort of like their 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 oath of office here? I mean, she's supposed to look for a guy who has some 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 credibility, some status that he's going to attain. Right. And there's some nice guy out there like throwing his hands up in the air as he reads this. Yeah, I mean, there's some guy out there learning to, you know, code in C++ or something, you know, he's right. got his act together and this guy's just beating off all day. In the <laughs> basement. Yeah, it's like, yeah. 
All right, hold on. I'm not done. I discovered that it's probably his chronic masturbation during the week. I don't know how to go about this situation. As much as I want to blame his chronic masturbating for his inability to come, I can't help but think that maybe it is my fault in some way. He just doesn't seem to even want to consider that he may be the reason that he can't come. Some additional information. Here we go. He's Uh addicted to porn and has some sexual deviances, getting off to his friends' girlfriends, having sex with girls in relationships, attracted to underage high school girls, masturbating to things he knows he shouldn't, i.e. videos of my friends dancing, leaked porn videos. Those are all normal, by the way. None of those is deviant. Guys all want to do all, I mean, not all, but, you know, effectively all want to do all those things, but go on. When I dropped him off at his parents' place this morning so I could go to work, he texted me minutes after I left. He told me that he just came after I left, so the problem can't be him. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know why he needed to double down on blaming me for him not coming this morning. Uh, oh, so his argument, matters, was that, his argument was that he couldn't come, she left, and then he could. Yes. Okay, go on. Yeah. All right. In case it matters, I'm a 21-year-old female, and he's a 20-year-old male, and we've been together for 2.5 years. So is this what women have to look forward to? Is this the like dystopian future we're moving toward as porn gets better and better and more accessible? I don't think so. I think that, I think that you, I think that this woman has found a particularly, (laughs) uh, I can't think of the right word, but sort of terrible guy. I think that this is loser. I mean, there are a couple things. First of all, it is her fault. It is her fault because she should dump. Oh, wow. Okay. So actually, okay, fine. Yes. Yes. Um, Secondly, I mean, yeah, maybe he would get his act together if no woman would have sex with him, or he would just go into some sort of weird singularity black hole of, of you know, onanistic pleasure, and it wouldn't. Then he's fine; he's just by himself beating <laughs> off all day long. But the uh, it is her fault. But the thing, the other thing that I find interesting here is, let, assuming this is true, and actually, I sort of directionally think it is. It sounds credible. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I think, this goes to this thing that you've talked about several times where women, once they've had sex with a guy, will get really attached to him. And it's really hard, yes. even in the face of objectively insane bullshit. How to, could he misbehave worse? Rape I mean, her away from him. Yeah. Right. He would have to like physically abuse her or something. Oh, sure. But even then, and I, I don't want to necessarily get into that, but sure, even then women, it's, it can be difficult to, but, right. but here we're just talking yeah, you about- hear stories about that. Right. We're just talking about just uh, clearly stuff that uh, he'll not be a good long-term partner. Um, and she, yeah, she's miscategorizing things as deviant that aren't, but there's no, I, I, and, but I, but I have to say the pluck of this guy, the mm-hmm. pluck of this guy to have sex with her. <laughs> then she leaves and he's like, by the way, I just blew a huge nut. Like, <laughs> first of all, the notion that a girl actually cares about that. I mean, she cares, right. but only in the sense that she's worried about their relationship. Like she's not interested in his, his fucking scene. <laughs> But I, so in that way, like I have to, I have to sort of like take my hat off to this guy. Like that's, I would, in some ways I would love to be that young man where it's like, oh, I know what, I know what the world needs is another text like this. Yeah. I, I just, I can't help but wonder if this is where the world is marching. What, what makes you think that? What, what's, what's the, you just think that like the, the accessibility, artificial intelligence is just going to make this kind of pleasure situation common yeah i think we have like moore's law of porn here where it gets like twice as good every five years or something do you think that porn has gotten twice as good in the last no i don't and i don't know what the rate is but it is always up and to the right and we can argue about whether it's linear or 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 whatnot but yeah there's uh, a general problem because the thing that men want is easier for machines to replace than the thing women want i think although i have had arguments with women before where they then say, no, no, the thing that women want can be replaced too. You know, your companionship, you could have a, 
uh, artificial intelligence assistant that can talk to you and listen to you and whatever. So have you read about, uh, I think there was a reporter who broke up with her boyfriend because she fell in love with chat GPT. Well, that's just retarded. <laughs> I have not read about that. I will say that I will admit to the listeners, both Keith and I are now paying, I think, customers of we are. AI. Yep. Keith, uh, at the baseball game yesterday, informed me that paying $20 a month, a pittance, a mere pittance, it really is a pittance because I save a meaningful amount of work, uh, time every day using it. It's a powerful tool. It, but it, the key is it gives you access to the latest model. So I, I'm, yeah. we're not paid shills or anything, but I do. If you have a job, like a knowledge worker job, where you think it could save you, say, 30 minutes a day, I think it's worth it. It's very clearly worth it. If yeah, you're an employed go, guy masturbating in his basement, maybe not. I mean, it's only a matter of time before these things are going to be able to service up customized porn. Oh, absolutely. The, I mean, I think audio is first and then video. And it's yeah. true that it will get... But I still don't think... I think there's a sorting function at work here. There are certain people that will be taken in by this and there are certain people that will still want real experiences. Now, what the ratios are, I mean, for example, uh, I've complained to you before about the lovely young ladies. I like that, but taking Instagram photos in all the tourist sites, like I was in Hawaii yeah. a couple years ago and in front of a beautiful waterfall and there was this woman just sort of with another woman with a tripod. And then you said to me, uh, it's worse than that, Mike. The only reason they're even there is to post it to Instagram. Yeah. Like they wouldn't go, they don't care about being at this beautiful waterfall. They don't care about visiting Tokyo or whatever. They just want to post that photo. If you took their, if you took their phone away from them, they wouldn't want to go. Right. And, and if that's true, and I think it is, I've, I've thought they, about I'm, that. I'm, they yeah. is a little bit all inclusive. It's here. some percentage. Many, many yeah. wouldn't. And those are people who I think would be trapped in this kind of like technological singularity you're talking about where if they could yeah. sit in a booth and listeners, I know some listeners probably feel this way. They're sitting in a booth, maybe listening to us be in, <laughs> and be entertained all day, have some machine masturbate them and watch the perfect porn, et cetera. Basically live in the matrix. They would do, do it. But there is a percentage of people that would still refuse, I think. Yeah. But I think it would be ever dwindling. I don't know. I, I, I expect there's a floor, but sure. Maybe, but and if there's some asymmetry in how quickly it dwindles for men and women, it's at least one side is going to have this big imbalance. It's, I think it's almost certain that men will be more attracted to that than women because women have a much more natural impulse to, toward the real world through procreation. That's my intuition as well. Yeah. I mean, you, a baby, you can't have a virtual, well, I guess you could have a virtual baby, but I don't think it would uh, scratch the same itch. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean- Although, could you imagine like you have the, this virtual thing and then it's sucking on your nipple and extracting milk and then pooping <laughs> it out, et cetera. I mean, it's not impossible. I would actually, you know, they have those virtual pet toys, but none of them, none of them latch on and get you to lactate. What a great product. I wonder, but yeah, that's not coming anytime soon. They can't even get porn, the, the Sony dog right. There is a porn series that I like, but it's not, I don't like it to masturbate to it's this dude it's adult breastfeeding have you seen this mm -hmm. no and this, i'm aware okay. of it okay this dude he's kind of an unattractive asian man it's not my and i don't know what look of man it would need to be okay i do know it would need to be a woman <laughs> uh but he's he he latches on and he 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 breastfeeds from his uh girlfriend whatever while she beats him off and uh -huh. the idea of that i find compelling you know but he i don't want to see a man doing that right. if it was a woman oh maybe a transsexual if it was a transsexual woman and then she no because then 
I was going to say then she could be beating her off. I'm I've not sure. Seen, I've seen some breastfeeding porn. I think I even sent you a clip once. We might have even done it on the show. Maybe. I don't remember. I think we did do it on the show. But yeah, it was like a, a young woman and she was in like a, a bar's bathroom. And mm, that's weird. She was, I th- she, she was lactating and then she pulled her bra down and she had her girlfriend like, yeah, suck on her nipples to taste the milk. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, I th- found it intriguing. I'd rather have it be part of like a, a sexual event. Part of sure. One of the decathlon. Sure. Of I was just surprised. And I think the reason why I shared it at the time was that I found that intriguing. That wouldn't have been sure. my intuition, but it was. Anything involving breasts and nipples is often intriguing. Right. And clits. All right, let's move on. This person says, I get a slight boner when I take care of my girlfriend. It's not sexual, though. I don't know what the deal is. It's like a love boner. Like, I'm not aroused, but my dick gets a little stiff. For example, she was hungover, and I got her a blanket and a pillow in her fluffy teddy and made her some tea and noticed when I sat down that I was a little hard down there. I was not sexually aroused. I just felt caring. Anyone else gets this? And then a few people say, my husband gets affection erections too. Apparently that's what they're called. When he's thinking of taking taking care of me, it seems to arouse our little friend. Oh, ouch, little friend. Such a sweet man. You sound like a keeper. Um, another person says it's called a heart on. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, and this is another person says, if this is not a normal thing, then I might have a real problem because it happens to me literally on the daily at home with my wife, washing their back in the shower, boner, cuddling on the couch, watching cartoons, boner, making a delicious risotto and seeing them enjoying it, boner. Okay. One of those things is not like the other two. Did that person use the pronoun they for his wife? No. Okay. You, you, you trans. You said washing their back in the shower. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I guess they did. Yeah. So that's. And yeah, they do say partner no he says i mean with my wife anyway who cares yeah. about the pronouns um i do a little but <laughs> you're trying to get a mental picture here i am yes. not sure i have had a so-called affection erection does that make me a bad person i think that it uh i i think if i was going to psych pop psychoanalyze this situation i would analyze it as follows uh that it's relatively unusual for you to want sex and not mm have access to it in a partnered situation, meaning not an early dating situation. Okay. Yeah. And the, my experience of when this happens, and I've definitely had this happen is it's that, uh, there's some, there's some like number of times per month or something that like is, you know, kind of what your brain is set to different men are set to different levels. Uh, probably most men it's like, I don't know, between five and 10. I'm just totally guessing here. Times you're intrigued intrigued. No, what times you want, would, would ideally would, like to have sex I mean. or that's ejaculate with a partner. Yep. Uh, of course, masturbation is separate. And I think they are pretty separate. Like a guy's wants that could be some percentage of his activity too. Um, and so if you're kind of below that number or around that number, uh, then this can happen. And it's simply that, you know, that when you do things nice for your partner, that's often what leads to sex. And so it's yeah. just like an obvious pattern match. That's what I figured was going on yes. here is that yeah, it's simple. the intimacy is highly correlated with, with sex. And so right. now unsurprisingly, ahead uh, of you. For those who, yeah. Unsurprisingly for those who listen to this show, I actually don't like this phenomenon. 
And so my solution is to avoid wherever possible doing nice things for my partner because I don't want, I don't like the mixing of the paintbrushes here. Like I want, yeah. So I, I just don't want this to happen. So it's, I have to ejaculate a lot and never do nice things. And that sort of protects me from this. And then if I'm going to have sex, it's just all sex and I'm not, uh, good, good. I'm not going to do something nice to get into a sexual mood. I'm just going to pull out my cock. Right. I'm glad you've I think that's what women want around all intimacy. It's it, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, do you want to say more about you think this is what women want? I was kidding. I know that I know that's not what women want, but uh, well, I mean, I think that it's just a it's just a very masculine trait I have. Like it's just I'm just being myself. Uh, I think people are supposed to compromise more, but then what <laughs> happens is if I compromise more, then people say you're not being yourself. So I just decided mm. I'll just be myself. That's what a psychologist would tell you to do, right? Be yourself, be your true Probably. self. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you, you, I'm okay. You're okay. And it's like, well, okay, if I'm okay, well, here's what I am. I don't like intimacy. I want you to leave the room immediately after I orgasm, right. et cetera, et cetera. Like that's me. I mean, it's so. it's tricky. There's some people like Hannibal Lecter who probably shouldn't well, be their true selves. Okay. <laughs> I just know what I like and I know what I want and- it's not, it's not always everybody's cup of tea right? or anybody's. All right. Are you ready for the number one most upvoted topic on the sex subreddit this week? Yeah, let's hear it. Beyond humiliated, what to do? Okay. I'm hanging out with some friends and a girl I have a lot of chemistry with. We've made out before, but nothing else. A couple times throughout the evening, we're being really flirty and kiss a bit. Now we all put on a movie and most people pass out slash fall asleep. When the girl guides my hand under her skirt and shows me how wet she is, we had a blanket mm. over us. I start rubbing her clit slowly for the next 30 minutes when she gets more and more flustered and I can feel her legs tensing against my hand. This is the hottest experience of my life and I'm savoring every yeah. second. She hasn't even touched me yet and she slides her hand under my waistband and I just erupt out of anticipation. She basically grabs it as the third pulse of cum shoots out and is so confused by what's happened. Her hand is covered in cum. And she just removes it and has to go to the bathroom to wash up. I had no idea what to say. And we kind of just finished the movie and I go home. I've completely blown my chances with this girl. Nice uh, double entendre there. But is there anything I can do to salvage something? He could have in the moment. I mean, he might have blown it now. He could I'm have not, said, I and I being, quote. Go ahead. He could have said, there's more where that came from. But go ahead. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I think being meek and embarrassed about it is the wrong move. Oh, the right totally move. Wrong. Is, is just something like, yeah, l let's finish what I started or something. Yeah, just be like, you're so, this is so hot. Like, right. you just, yeah, but just be like, look, like, that's, there's more where that came from. I can, I'm still rare, ready to go. Okay. Yeah. So I started thinking about this. I, so we just agree there. Is there a situation where a woman would be materially disappointed by a man coming too quickly? I feel well, like there's I mean, a paradox this is close. here. This is close, right? Because if he, if in in this case, uh, it could have actually um, gotten on the floor or on the okay, couch, fine. Or some, something. Okay, yeah. Setting aside embarrassment or whatever. Okay. Or or getting caught or something. So let's. So the the ground rules here are, you're actually in a private situation. Yes. And a guy. Okay. So yes, the answer is yes. If it's a regular problem, more it becomes a problem. Meaning you're now you're now having sex for the 20th time and the guy right. obviously has premature ejaculation. You definitely see women that complain about okay. that. Okay. But the first but, time? No, it's uh yeah. I mean Okay. 
I mean, is I there almost ever a situation. This story. Is there ever a situation? Yeah, the, that middle paragraph was good. Although the part about the the wetness and the finger, I know and she's squirming for thirty minutes. I was like, God damn! That's, I don't think you're going to like this, good. but I was using a lot of editorial privilege on the grammar, so you were really aroused by my own God. fictional writing. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, I, uh, you're right. I don't <laughs> like that. that that's um, yeah. Okay, but like. In almost, is there any situation where a man would be disappointed that a woman orgasmed too quickly? Yes. In the situation where, and this is rare, but where she is kind of a one and done type of person. And so yeah, then- I was going to bring uh, up my, 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 my infamous ex that had that problem. Yeah. Where it was a, like a race who could right. get there first. Only one of you, only one can survive. In the end, there can only be one. Right. The Highlander. But most women, most women are still- interested in having sex after they've orgasmed maybe less so vast, maybe the they're pretending majority. but the but the no no you know, they are many okay all right so yeah if they're not one of these race conditioned people is there a circumstance where a man would be disappointed i don't think so i think i, I think he I might be, think of one he might not believe that it was real mm. um okay but, fine yeah, but yeah yeah, yeah. Assuming he believed it was real, I mean, it doesn't actually materially impact what's going on. And frankly, it doesn't impact much the other direction either. It's just a mistake. He made a mistake by being embarrassed and thinking he'd done something wrong. And frankly, even now that he acted embarrassed, I still think that he can get in there. Oh, I do too. He just needs to be, he just needs to own it. He needs to own it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just be like, look, sometimes I spray semen everywhere. Like whatever, man. (laughs) Like that's when, when I'm next to a hot, like I like, or, or here's even better. Be like, look. That's never happened to me before. Like we should explore this. Right. Like I, right, I don't know where I went. That was crazy. And she'll be like, "Wow, I'm so special." Yeah. Even if he does I it all the time, who cares? There's plenty of ways he can he can wriggle off the yeah. hook here. But yes, but okay. Are you agreeing with me that, that basically every situation where a man comes too quickly, it's fine as long as he's as long as okay, he I can, I can uses it. One. I mean, I, I I hear your. Your example of okay, look, if you're never able to have meaningful sex with someone because because you you come too quickly, that's bad. Okay, what's what's your other one? Let's let's say so you have you're on date you know eight with a woman and Uh you've gone to her where she lives and you have her in the missionary position and you're 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 pushing in and out of her. Yes, and you have because you're so excited in this one occasion, you have poor orgasm control, but. Um, for whatever reason, you're not using a condom and you're not mm. sure if she's on birth control and you ejaculate in her vagina. That would be a situation where she might be disappointed that you have potentially impregnated her. Okay. Safety issues. Safety yes. and pregnancy issues. Okay. Yeah. I feel like these are just exceptions that prove the rule that premature ejaculation is generally something you can use in your favor. A woman... Or at least should, it won't be a huge negative in the way that most men think that it is. But a woman should be concerned about premature ejaculation from a safety perspective, generally. I mean, he might not yeah, get the condom right. on. He might blow that load too early. He might blow it where he's not supposed to. I mean, it all gets very complicated. I mean, this this yeah. girl who had the sticky fingers, I mean, what if she put the <laughs> finger in the wrong place? Right. I mean, you want your your partner to have good orgasm control, although not as good as that guy in the topic earlier where he can never come you mean the guy with the video games in his basement or the <laughs> right. yeah yeah there's some there's a happy medium there where a guy can get some self-control learn how his body functions but not right. uh, be rubbing himself raw right 
Okay. We all agree here. Um, let's see here. Where should I go next? Let's do this anal orgasm thing. I think we've talked about anal orgasms before, but it's been a while. So I just want to see if your intuition is the same as mine. All right. This person says, can someone explain female anal only orgasms? I was doing anal with my girlfriend and usually she rubs her clit during anal to come. Okay. So that makes sense. But yesterday she had a huge orgasm just from me fucking her ass. How does this happen? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. I was watching an anal porn like two days ago. Yep. And what I found, (laughs) what I found remarkable, I think there was a relative lack of lubrication in this particular porn. It was in the doggy style position. Yeah. What I found remarkable was the amount, the extent to which while he, when he thrust it in and out, her vulva would really open and close. Yeah. It was really remarkable. It was, it was beyond something I would masturbate to. I was just marveling at it. Like this is a, is very it's affecting her whole area there and so i could absolutely see it just like piv might oh. tugging on the various folds there people will okay. say it's also potentially internal g-spot simulation that's certainly yes, possible that as well. Is the number one response on reddit with 1300 yeah. upvotes i can find anals I, I find anal can stimulate my g-spot indirectly which if i'm super horny will make me come yeah i mean that's possible i also think you could get some additional submissive uh, direct anal pleasure, although I very much doubt you would come from that. What do you? What do you? Did you get orgasms when we when you're pegged? Uh, still haven't been pegged. No, oh, my bad. Still my our bad. number one listener favorite request. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What? What? Um. Okay, I haven't had much anal sex. Hmm. What is the distance from anus to G spot? You mean? rectum i assume like internally yeah my (laughs) some of our listeners have complained about my anatomy and your remarkable knowledge of anatomy yeah is anus not the hole it is but the rectum is sort of the sleeve inside the hole so i mean i assume you mean the you're thinking in terms of vagina is analogous to anus uh, sorry rectum in the way vulva is analogous no no i'm wondering how long of a penis you need to reach the G-spot from behind in anal. I think that's a misunderstanding of the anatomy of kind of a bad I misunderstanding. I would not be surprised. Can it you... would definitely be more of a girth question because you're trying to sort of fill up the area in general. A depth would not matter very much. It would be, a, it would be what's happening in the first, say, two to three inches. Oh. And then maybe angle okay. of penetration. Um, I would say this, the wall of tissue between the rectum and the vagina is very thin. And so it's I know. perfectly plausible. I know, but you have to get from the anus from the, that's what the anal hole is called. The anus, right? Yes. Okay. We have to get from the anus to the, to the, to the G spot. Well, I mean, obviously there's no way to get from the anus. No, I know there's going to be the sheath of the, of the anal wall, the rectum and then the vaginal wall. Yeah. So I think the biggest problem, the vaginal cavity, which, which could be compressed, but yeah, I yeah. think the biggest problem would be that, uh, let's say that a woman is in the doggy style position, you, mm-hmm. you insert, and let's say you're pretty girthy, not quite a can of soup, but say between Keith and a can of soup, so somewhat girthy. <laughs> and uh, Not much, not much <laughs> between there. <laughs> Very fair, fair. So anyway, so then the issue is going to be, well, does the extra girth go down toward the vagina or up toward the tailbone or both? Uh-huh. It's going to go both. 
but 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 the key thing is what you want to do is pre- create like compressive pressure against the G spot, which is going to be relatively more difficult because there's so much room in the upward, meaning toward her tailbone direction for your yeah. to. And so I, I generally think this might be difficult without some sort of additional toy or something in her vagina. Uh, however, if you angle in such a way that your penis is sort of angling toward her belly button while thrusting, I could see it kind of rubbing in such a way that it, the head of the penis kind of causes all the tissues to rub together in the area of her G spot. Yeah, I think that's what I'm imagining. Yes. But then it's not a matter of distance. I mean, honestly, when everything sort of collapsed down, yeah. I mean, it's probably like a few millimeters or a couple centimeters, not much dis- distance. Yeah, like how much could I compress? How close could I get my anus to where my penis comes out of my pelvis if everything was compressed. Probably, yeah, we're probably talking a couple inches I mean, at most. Yeah, I mean, here's what I can say about that. Uh, if you put a finger in the anus uh-huh. and in the, in, the, in the vulva, in the, in the rectum and the vagina, and then you sort of push your fingers together to see like how much distance is there between them. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? You're, you're, you're making like, you're kind of making the uh, bullseye thing with your fingers, your, your thumb yeah. and your, your pointer yeah. finger together. And then you say, well, how far is the tip of my thumb from the tip of my pointer finger? And I, I, I fortunately for our listeners who've done this in my life, I would say the distance is on the order of two or three quarters, like US quarters, not yeah. far. You know? Yeah. It could be less right. if you really push. If you really <laughs> right. push, you could, you know, kind of tear it, but you know, right. it's not far. It's, it's, yeah. they're, they're basically adjacent. Yeah. You know? Right. The tissues can only compress so much. Well, without damage, yeah. Right, right. That, yeah, that comes up when you have a larger penis, this issue of damage. I found Okay, that. so do you believe this woman had an anal-only orgasm? I think it's possible, sure. I mean, the thing that makes it more credible to me is the mention of clit stimulation usually, right? Anytime, the thing that I find less credible is when men labor under the belief that the illusion, I should say, that women are just having orgasms constantly without anything touching their clit. That virtually doesn't exist Uh, most of the time. For all women, most of the time, and for most women, all of the time, clit stimulation is needed. For some women, some of the time it isn't. Right. That's actually a good quip. It's the same for men. I mean, some men can orgasm without penis stimulation, but it's rare. I mean, that it's It's probably more rare rare. Yeah. Are you counting the guy that I saw that had some weird electrode up his ass? And then like, <laughs> I mean, I've seen that, but yeah. not a whole. Well, and we've seen weird stuff about people trying to de- deny themselves pleasure. Like they go to great lengths to remove every erogenous zone, including like cutting off their nipples and so forth. All right, I'm going to move on. Yeah. This is getting gross. My orgasm feels like a chore in my relationship because it takes me too long. I, 22-year-old female, take a long time to orgasm, and I understand that my boyfriend, 24-year-old male, does not want to focus on my orgasm every single time we have sex. And yeah, just keep this in mind as I read here. I want to discuss the dynamic of what's a reasonable expectation for, for these two people. Yeah. Especially because he can come very quickly. We spend the majority of the session focused on me if I want to orgasm as well. It just occurred to me focusing on orgasm timing a lot this episode. Oh, well, that's the theme. So I definitely don't need to orgasm every time we have sex, but I feel like he is also somewhat lazy or selfish sometimes, especially because I'm already in my head about taking too long. This does not help. So, okay, there's a bit of a push and pull here, right? She's worried about taking too long. She's also annoyed that he thinks that she might be taking too long. Right. To orgasm, I need either direct clit stimulation, him going down on me, or a vibrator during sex. If 
he hmm. does go down on me. It usually takes about 15 minutes for me to orgasm or longer. I, like that she's t- I, hope, I do hope she's timing it. I don't think she is, but I, I love the idea of a woman timing this. Men for sure time stuff like this. Yes. I, yeah, I often will glance at my watch. In fact, yeah. sometimes I take my watch off because I spend too much time like looking at various timings. You know why I take it off, right? You don't want the heart rate. I don't know why. It's because I'm convinced that it gives me steps. And we've, oh, yeah, I'm convinced that each stroke is a step and I don't want some fake ass steps in my watch. It um, doesn't. So I wear my watch on my right hand and I masturbate with my left hand and I switch it up. It doesn't count if I, if I do that, but if I wear, if I switch it to my left hand, it definitely counts. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it thinks about pelvic thrusts. Anyway, let's continue. Me either. Uh, but if we use a vibrator during PIV, it only takes a few minutes. I need to focus on the sensation so I get more starfishy during this time. But before or after, I can get back to focus on him and our sex as a shared experience. So you can feel her sort of insecurity about what she needs to do to come. Yeah. Last time we had sex, I also used the vibrator and he finished before I was done and did not use his fingers inside me to continue the moment. Well, we've going over that plenty he said he Mm -hmm. only wanted a quick thing and doesn't want sex to always be this big deal so here we're getting to the nut of the matter he wasn't that horny and if it required much effort he would rather not have sex in retrospect and not be unfair to me and also please me which i somewhat understand but with the vibrator it really doesn't take long i think anyways this makes me even more in my head since i don't want my orgasm to feel like a chore to him how do you handle an unequal amount of needed stimulation to orgasm in your relationship? So this this topic is a little confusing because she does state times and we can discuss what we think reasonable times are for a woman to expect a man to focus on her pleasure. And maybe that's a good place to start, but there's data on that too. I mean, she, her, just say this, the times that she's referencing are well within what's normal with the exception of, yes, with the exception of, uh, it is true that women often report being able to reach orgasm around as fast as a man, man, if by themselves and if like they're in the mood and specifically just trying to get off as fast as possible, like women often can do three to five minutes in that situation, but that's not with a partner. It takes longer with a partner actually. Well, Unless yeah, you're probably... this guy with the girl with the panties that are wet and all that, well, that's different. Right. I mean, that that I mean, I, that forget <laughs> about that. Yeah. Well, the man probably isn't as talented at you know applying pressure in the right ways as she is herself. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, like there, you you can. I mean, for me, like if I'm watching curated amateur porn, my subreddit it really helps. I mean, I have to. Exactly, yeah, I know what stimulation think, to apply. I don't think the reverse is true here. I think if you put a new naked woman attractive naked woman in front of me and then you used a cloning machine or uh, a molecular reproduction machine machine and then in another room you just put me with like the best porn in the world and the two me's had to race to see who could come first i think the the one with the naked woman would come first every time you're assuming that and i think this is fair fair enough i think you're assuming that there's no expectation of any kind of like right. relationship building with this woman. Right. It's just yeah. literally or actually she's lubed up, ready to go. And you just get to jump on her and fuck her. Yeah. I'm using her as a flashlight. Doll. Yeah. Yep. That's not a sex doll. Yeah. That's not. Okay. And actually, hang on a second. What if she were a prostitute? No, because then, um, mm. yeah, that would matter to me. I think it would slow it down. 
not just and you I know you're thinking it slows it down because I want to get my money's worth and I do but it's not just that <laughs> it, it is be, like where I was going but that's funny that's where you went and, and awfully predictable honestly yeah. well I mean a lot of guys actually you know you pay prostitutes by the half hour hour or hour and uh-huh. a lot of guys go for what's called like multiple shots on goal and the way they handle that is they try to nut as fast as possible at the beginning of the session and then they relax for a while and like talk and then they fuck again it's really common actually that's so this amazing. is a real world. I can situation. imagine, yeah, like a countdown timer, and you're just like praying for your body to refract. Yeah, that's right. If you have an hour, then you just you get the, those first ten minutes, and then say the yeah. last thirty minutes or forty, yeah. or twenty minutes, you try to fuck again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but 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 so here, uh, okay, so I I agree with you that the human fleshlight, it's likely you could do better. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's right. Is there an analogy for a woman? Like, could there be a situation set up with a man that? Would, would be just so for them that they could master or they could orgasm more quickly than if they're using a vibrator on themselves? It's possible, but unlikely. I think that it could be a hyper attractive man. It could be a man they have a strong emotional connection with, although that makes it more complicated. I think that it's pretty commonly viewed that a vibrator, a certain kind of vibrator, like just gets them off faster. And it's hard for a man, a partnered experience to equal that. Regardless though, the times this woman is quoting are well within the bounds of the times I would expect both from personal experience and from extensive literature research uh-huh. done for this show and for my uh, uh, unusual life. Uh, and the um, this guy, so I mean, there's a bunch of red flags or at least yellow flags here. The biggest one for me is when she's worrying about making, about, um, you know, not paying attention enough to him during the sex. Let me be clear about this. Sex is about the woman. Like they are the center of attention. Like sex is happening in the woman. And there's like, that's yeah. not only physically true. It's also like, that's simply what's going on. And if the guy is like, Hey, uh, I want the sex to be happening in me or like pay attention to me. That suggests that he's either not that into you or you're not that attractive or yeah. something like that. Like the guy Real, I mean, it, yeah. The, the the healthy situation is that the woman does not have to do as much as the man. Not to say that she just lies there and does nothing, but it's to say that like, a, yeah. A but if one, she's one level of action moved by her is like multiplied by ten. Anything she does is multiplied by like right. ten compared to what anything the guy does. Well, and especially if she is building toward orgasm, I don't think yeah, most reasonable men are going to be like, oh. You're you're focusing too much on the final forty five seconds before you act orgasm. Well, I think please, a don't, similar, please don't starfish. A, a similar piece of math applies that a female orgasm during sex is worth maybe ten times as much as a male orgasm. It's incredibly high yeah. end thing to have happen. Um, it's, it, for, in some situations, it's quite rare. Some situations, not. But still, like the man has has low value. Men need to accept that. Right. And this just suggests some sort of dysfunction in their situation. I mean. It, she now, yeah. So she's worrying about it. She's self conscious, and then that makes me think, well, can she not find another partner? Well, probably, maybe, maybe it's just that she's attached to him emotionally. Yeah, and he's now starting to sort of abuse her. <sighs> sure, which good for him. I mean, you know, guys got to do what they got to do. That's right. All right. So, what is a reasonable amount of time? Let's say, let's say, just for the sake of keeping this clean. Yeah. For a philosophical discussion, let's say a woman can only orgasm, can only have a partnered orgasm if he goes down on her. And what amount of time 
do you think she could reason? Let, let's say you know this is a long term partner. You have sex twice a week. Say, what amount of time should she expect him to be willing to put in? And there's no vibrator. There's, He's down there with his tongue. She's got her legs spread on her back. He's this, kind yeah, of this on is a, the only way she normal. Can okay. Yeah. Just making sure I understand. Like he's not in an uncomfortable stress position. He's not being no. waterboarded, et cetera. Okay. No. Um, I think that uh, I think that the typical period of time would be on the order of ten to fifteen minutes. Yes, I agree. And unreasonable would start to happen around twenty minutes. Fifteen is already kind of long. Twenty would be starting to be unreasonable. I think that in most cases, uh, a woman is not going to have an orgasm if you get to that kind of a time frame, and if she is then uh, a vibrator should be introduced because then you're at the point where there's something or maybe a technique shift should occur like the Kivan technique. Gosh, I, I yeah. agree with everything said here. Yeah, like at some point, 20 minutes feels about right. I think it both becomes an unreasonable expectation for him to continue and it becomes sort of likely that she's she. there's some sweet spot of amount of time where they're likely to orgasm. And at some point, the probability that they're going to orgasm starts going down. Right. Let me, let me ask you a couple like uh, permutations though. Let's go. How would that change for you if, um, number one, uh, there's an expectation that you shift from purely oral activity to her to fingers, mm-hmm. which is a little more stressful. You have to kind of orient your body. Yeah. So you're simultaneously sort of uh, giving her some internal stimulation. And number two, if there was the requirement of some kind of anal stimulation, how long would you be willing to keep that up, if at all? Or, sorry, I, you might say not, you're not here at all. So, do, do, so let's say that if somebody was willing to, do you think that should change? Like, does she, she wants her butthole licked or put something well, in it or whatever? Some kind of anal stimulation has large ambiguity. Okay, let's just say, like, rubbing it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, mind putting I, think... some, I don't mind putting some pressure on someone's asshole. I okay. might, I, you know, I've, I've, I've inserted fingers in the past, but yeah, like, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. Okay. Going well, let's with start my with the fingers. Does the, are you willing to spend 20 minutes vigorously or semi vigorously, uh, inserting and removing fingers or, you know, rubbing the G spot with your fingers at the same time? I'm not time sure looking, if I could. I'm not sure if I could for 20 minutes. There I told go. you I dated this person that compelled me to buy these you know mountain climber grip strengthener things mm, yeah because <laughs> she, she needed she needed both vigorous and l- lengthy long long time sustained period, yeah sustained yeah. uh fingering and so sort of irritating digital stimulation okay yeah. All right. So, all right. So let's do another one here. All right. It so you like, ha- it feels like that's a product of white claw, which of course is the female version of death grip. I mean, she, I, I just don't think women naturally are likely to require that strength of stimulation, but go on. Yeah. She was a squirter too. Hmm. This may have been related. Those are correlated because you're, 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 uh, you're going to knock out her sort of urethral control muscles by rubbing firmly in that area. That's, I mean, that's the same thing that having a baby can do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Final circumstance here. You have already come as she describes here. Oh no. And she wants you to digitally penetrate herself. By the way, you didn't use a condom and you came inside of her. Do I have to lick? No, it's just digital. How long, how long is a reasonable amount of uh, commitment. When this situation uh, arises, 
I, I, do, I have, I do encounter this situation from time to time and I typically uh, sort of try to negotiate over to breast stimulation. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because of a desire to avoid this uh, particular type of contact. However, I am aware. So here's, here's, and this is, this also applies to your, the question about how long you would be willing to finger. So setting aside your, your friend who, uh, uh, the, 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 the squirting mountain climber or whatever. Mm-hmm. She, did you see she was a mountain climber? Is that what you No, said? I needed to you buy mountain climber grip that, strengtheners. Sorry, whatever. To, yeah. Right. So Alex, Alexa Honold, we'll call her. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the, uh, setting that aside, uh, I've found the, um, fingering to, Okay. So I've found the following sequence to be typical. You're doing an activity that would result in orgasm. It could be a vibrator, it could be a tongue, it could be a finger on the mm-hmm. clit. Yes. Then you get to a point where it's clear that one is imminent within the next, say, three minutes. Mm-hmm. You then, as the partner who's down there, have this choice of whether to enhance the experience with internal fingering or not to, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, and uh, there's sort of a judgment call there, which I'm not sure exactly how I make that judgment call. So be given that fact pattern, it's important to your question because I think that in the typical scenario, because I would know it was the final, say, 180 seconds, I would generally be willing to provide that stimulation because I know that it, say, increases the orgasm intensity from like a six to an eight. Mm-hmm. And it just is kind of a dick thing not to do it. Now, that being said, I do sometimes not provide that stimulation. And it's sort of similar to the choice you might make to use your fingers instead of your tongue. I think it's just laziness <laughs> or just, I don't know, doing things differently one time. Yeah. But in terms of doing it uh, for like 15 minutes with my fingers when I've come in there, I, I mean, I just, that's not a situation I've encountered as much as I think you have. The 15 minute, yeah. the, the marathon of fingering. Yeah. After I've orgasmed. The whole willing, thing I think look, would, I just think I'm would willing to painful. make a good faith. I'm willing to make a good faith effort. I just don't know how long good faith is in this woman's mind. I think that at some point, I guess after, she would lubricate. After her she, partner is I understand. She would lubricate so you don't need to like lick your fingers. There's some concern there. I mean, you might lose track of what's going on. I, I just. She might generate her own lubrication if she's aroused. <laughs> By the way, hang on. There's something There's else I want to bring up with you. So, um, wait a minute. What was it? It's. <sighs> I was trying to decide whether there was a way to sexualize not wanting to kiss after you nut. So I saw this porn that was, you know, the guy, the woman swallows the nut and then the guy like kisses her, you know, real Mm -hmm. open mouth kiss. And I don't like that. Now I, I, I respect, but do not admire, but I do respect that some guys like that. Okay. Now, then I was thinking, okay, so there's this thing of like, oh, you know, he won't kiss me afterward. But then I thought maybe you could frame it as a dominant thing. Like, look, I'm putting this stuff in you and like this, this is me being a man. Like, this is your problem. This is you. I don't want it back. Like, is there some way to make that dominant and not find, seem like offensive? Like, look, like this is, this is like, I'm putting it in you. Not like I'm a gift. Like I'm, look, I'm doing this to you and I don't, I like, it's gross. It is gross. You're saying, look, it's gross for you. It's gross for me. Yeah. That's what's hot about it. That's what's hot about it. Yeah. There's some mind frame where it's like. This problem yeah. belongs to you. This, well, this, but also it's like I'm, thing, I'm, yeah, I've bestowed well, it on you. It relates to this thing where you complain vigorously, as you did at the baseball game, about <laughs> imposing <laughs> something. Yeah, imposing something on women when you're getting a blow from them. And I, I, yeah. I like to turn that around and say, like, 
yeah, I'm imposing this thing on you. Right. And then I, right. It's like, I'm doing this thing to you and it's, it is gross. Yeah. You're taking, you're down there with this sort of hose pumping this kind of gross stuff into your mouth <laughs> and you're doing that with your hands, maybe wrapped around my hairy, somewhat hairy buttocks. Uh-huh. There's nothing that attractive going on. You're doing it because you feel attached to me and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm this gross person who does this. I'm, I service you. I'm your service attendant. Right. Which is very hot from a certain point of view. And then you can then get out of the even theoretical kissing her by you're like, look, like that breaks, it breaks the headspace, honey. It's not that I don't, it's not that I, I'm afraid of my semen, honey. It's that it breaks the headspace. Like I want it, I want to stay in this headspace where like you're, you're doing this thing. Like, yeah, if you see where I'm going with this, I do see where you're going. I'm not able extemporaneously <laughs> to come up with good phraseology that, that can make it hot. Oh, I like, see the, I see the connotation <laughs> you're trying to, to deliver. I just don't know. I don't know how to articulate it. Okay. Well, you don't, I mean, ordinarily when I've had this come up in a conversation with a woman, it's not right when I don't want to kiss her. It's later. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah I don't like that you want to kiss. And, and then see, I feel like, so you, it's, it doesn't have to be hot. It could just be like, look, like, it's like, you know, there's that word. Oh, I uh, see what called, you're saying. It's like called kayfabe. It's this word that is used for the the headspace of uh, professional wrestlers where they're like in this sort of alternate universe. It's like that. Okay. It's like, look, when I'm nutting in your mouth, I'm a superhero, baby. I'm, I'm fucking Superman and Superman doesn't eat his own nut. <laughs> like, it's not that I have a problem with, it. it's not that I have a problem with you. It's just that Superman doesn't do that, baby. Superman gives out the nut. Okay. Listeners, if you think you can top that, <laughs> please write into us at ymmvpod at gmail.com or at ymmvpod. I'm working on it. On Twitter. Uh, that'll do it for episode 112 of Your Mileage May Vary. As a reminder, we do pay $10 if you send us feedback, so so please do so. That's also the place to ask us questions, which we may use on the air if you give us permission. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week on Your Mileage May Vary. Je vais et je viens Je me goûte